I've been playing for many years and there are other things in life that I wanted to pursue. And if I wanted to build a career in business, for example, I have to start now and I can't keep playing basketball forever. And in terms of basketball, I think I've done and achieved what I wanted to. I was given opportunity to play for the national team, uh, to play in the PBA. Uh, we won a championship. You know, I felt like Hello online world, this is Off The Record with Mix Bustos and for today's episode, this is a Father's Day special. Makakakwentuhan natin ng isa sa mga legends uh, from the Ateneo Blue Eagles, walang iba kundi si Chris Chu. Chris is known uh, to make a mark for the Ateneo Blue Eagles in the PBA and also with Gilas Pilipinas but uh, more than his basketball achievements. I will talk to Chris on what it's like on life after basketball being a dad, being a husband, and an all-around individual. And here is that interview. Now we have Chris Chu on Off The Record. Hello, Chris. I hope you're doing well. Kamusta? Hi, Migs. Okay, thanks for having me. I'm uh, doing okay. Um, uh, thankfully, the family's uh, together and healthy. Um, business has been challenging, I think, for most, if not all. Um, but uh, we're many reasons to stay happy and to be and to feel uh, blessed. So yeah, we're here. <laughs> All right. So now, Chris, uh, the basketball world uh, know uh, knows about your story, your journey with Ateneo, and then with the PBA and Gilas. But now, I just want to focus on since this is a Father's Day special. I want to focus on <laughs> life after basketball. I want to focus on Chris Chu, the person, the dad the husband okay. and I, I know that a lot of values you've learned in sports you've also mm. applied in life so can you share some of those values that you get to apply now yeah definitely um well you talked about being a dad no i have two daughters uh a four-year-old and a two-year-old and um hopefully more uh so uh, as to the values that i've learned from uh, my career as an athlete i think my, my whole life has been shaped by by the the lessons uh, that that I learned um, throughout the how many decades of my life playing basketball. Um, there's too many to talk about. I'll, I'll pick out a few, siguro. Um, I think num- number one would be learning to fail, and through the game of basketball, I think I've experienced that from day one as a grade school kid trying to make it to the team, um, being in the bench position of being a bench warmer for uh, different phases of my career, you know, from grade school, high school, even college and professionally. It, it wasn't all smooth sailing. It was a, I had a flat um, adjustment curve in every stage of, of, of basketball. And, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're an athlete, every day you're competing. So, even as simple drills where you race, where you have to do shooting drills, you, you are losing um, if, a lot of times, if not more often than winning. Uh, and then you move up to playing tune-up games, pick um, a scrimmage with your team, uh, practice games, tournaments, uh, and the stakes get bigger and bigger. And you work harder and harder, but you, know, you keep losing. You keep failing uh, individually and as a team. Individually, you can go through um, you know, being cut, being benched, um, you know, not improving for whatever reason, um, getting injuries, you know, a lot of things beyond your control. As a team also, you, you know, you, you think you, you've done everything you could to prepare, but um, uh, uh, the, the variables or the, the cards 
uh, sorry, the the breaks don't fall your way, or sometimes there are even injustices in in different forms, you know. And you know, you, you you get disappointed, you get frustrated, but how do you deal with it? You know? A lot of times, uh, people or the media and the fans would um, like to focus on the the glamour and the successes you know, of the superstars or super teams, you know? And it's about winning, winning awards, winning scoring titles, um, highlight plays. But I think what, what sports has really um, developed and instilled in, in athletes and coaches and people uh, involved in it is the, uh, the, the, the value of uh, resiliency and perseverance because of all these day-to-day um, uh, challenges that you have to deal with. And also dealing with losing. How do you how do you cope you know do you um make excuses do you blame your teammate do you blame all sorts of things or do you man up and try to 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 do better to work harder to find solutions and i think that's a very important lesson that i appreciate now uh, and i see in, in amongst athletes you know when they got into the real world they're used to it you know um and uh aside from that i think being in a team sport is a um, valuable uh, advantage, you know, learning to to you know, play your role, you know, whether you're the superstar or you're the sixth man or a bench player, um, you know, playing um, your part in a team setting. You know, when you got into the real world, you you have your own business or you're in a in a part of an organization. You know, you have to um, understand that, and not everybody can be. You know Michael Jordan's or Kobe Bryant's, right? Um, How about being a dad, Chris? Being a dad, I think you, I realized that there's no shortcut to being a dad. Just like in sports, you know, if you want to improve your game, you want to be a better player, you want to make it to the national team, you want to make it to the professional ranks or even a school team. There's no shortcut. You cannot just sit there and and not practice and expect that you'll be called by the coach and be given a first five position uh, or starting role in, in the same way you've got to work for it right? in the same way being a dad and you want to raise kids um, you want to raise kids that are um, responsible and that that are virtuous no and christ-centered you cannot leave that to somebody else to do you cannot you cannot um, leave them with technology all the time and if you're tired and and they're, they're getting irritable you just give them the, the ipad Diba? That's a shortcut parenting. Eh. Mo na lang yan. Ka lang. Relax ka na. You can do whatever you want. You know, um, you can uh, you know be busy pursuing your passions. You know, developing your career, and you leave them with the uh, with uh, a relative, uh, a caregiver. Diba? Iba yung um, physical presence and uh, uh, of 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 a dad being being there. And really talking to the kids, spending time understanding them, knowing them, knowing what goes through their mind, their emotions, and then talking to them, you know, teaching them um, uh, life lessons and telling them stories, just being with them. So uh, that's what I learned. And I think if I was to choose one thing, you know, that parenting, just like sport, there's no shortcut to it. So going back to when you announced your retirement. Uh, was that early 2019? And uh, yes. basketball world you know, came to a shock. And knowing that you could still play, 
but you announced your retirement and to focus on your life as an entrepreneur, as a family man. Mm-hmm. Then what was that decision like for you to go to the next page? Actually, it wasn't very difficult uh, in all honesty. I already knew it um, the, the start of the, the PBA season. Uh, I just didn't want to announce it prematurely. I know the team owners wanted me to stay on. The fans also um, wanted me to stay on and play. And I think I was doing relatively well. And I was actually improving. Pa. I was getting more playing time finally. You know? And I was, uh, getting, I was adapting to the way the PBA was being played and, and all that. So... But, you know, I felt like um, uh, I've been playing for many years and there are other things in life that I wanted to pursue. And if I wanted to build a career in, um, in business, for example, I have to start now. I mean, I was, I was always an entrepreneur, but it's different when you're part-time basketball, part-time businessman. Uh, the focus, uh, you cannot totally leave your, let's say you have morning practices for the team, the basketball, and then afternoon you go to the office you're kind of splitting your concentration and your, your body's um, recovery and, and development also if you're doing both, right? So um, you cannot just think that, okay, you know, I play a game and then done, I'll go to the office. Right? It's not it. It's you, you, before you go to a game and after, you, you have to think about it. You have to be mentally ready, even especially more than, I mean, physical is important, but mentally is equally important and emotionally also. And I'm the type of player... If, if you lose, you know, I have a hard time getting over it. I keep thinking about it and, and trying to uh, see what I could have done better. And um, so many things go through my head. And the same thing in doing business. You cannot just go out there and make decisions without being fully immersed, without meeting and always reading up on, on what's happening in your industry and in the economy. So uh, I decided if I want to be, you know, uh, successful in, in the field of business, which I plan to pursue in the, the next stage of my life now until whenever, it's, I'm going to have to start somewhere and I can't keep playing basketball forever. And in terms of basketball, I think I've done and achieved what I wanted to. I, I was given opportunity to play for the national team, uh, to play in the PBA. Uh, we won a championship um, and I started to, to see what I could do already in, inside the court individually in terms of scoring and leadership and in the national team and in the PBA. So, you know, I felt like uh, tama na yon. There's uh, mm. uh, um, You've uh, achieved let, let, what you achieved. In that sense, yeah. In that sense, yeah. Chris, uh, now in the current stage of your life, uh, you said that you're a dad of two. And mm-hmm. how is the influence someone of sports uh, as being being a dad to your two daughters? Um, how is the influence of sports on, on me as a father, you mean? Or to your daughters? To the family. Uh, to my daughters. Well, my... My youngest daughter has watched maybe one or two years, but she was just uh, a few months old, so she barely remembers anything. My eldest daughter, who is now four, was around two and a half when I was about to retire. And luckily, she was able to catch um, a couple of my games. Um, and she... Uh, I was very serendipitous that my last game, uh, where I was awarded best player no? and, and um, interviewed you know, post-game. She was there in that game. Of course, we knew that I was going to retain my last game. So my wife made sure na, you know, to bring the two daughters to be there. So I won. I was awarded best player. So my, my daughter, for the first time, was able to sit with me on my lap while being interviewed. And she saw herself on the big screen in Araneta Coliseum up and she just got excited and killing. And, and until now, she remembers that, Daddy, that was your last game. And uh, 
and she, and she would ask me from time to time, "Why did you stop playing basketball? Why did you stop playing?" It's it's <laughs> it's funny, and you know, you don't you wouldn't think that somebody at that age is so has such a vivid um, memory and so uh, curious. That sometimes it's just hard to explain things to them, but uh, at least she was able to witness. Um, uh, a few games and thanks to you know youtube and social media now you know at least uh i won't have to um convince them that or yeah or try to <laughs> make them believe that i was actually a a national athlete or a professional basketball player because when they grow up and i tell them that they probably know oh, daddy are you sure are you sure you a national athlete <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah, when when I'm 20 pounds heavier or you know how much slower, <laughs> they probably won't believe. But at least now they can watch the game. So, um, and hopefully that that will also encourage them to get into sports because, like what I said, uh, the the value of sports um, and the character and the values that a, the person can gain from it, especially at a young age, is is so important. And I think it's a recipe for success. Um, for any individual that we cannot learn in the classroom. It might be difficult to learn in other environments. Chris, uh, lastly, now, uh, I guess uh, the message that I want to come across is it's common that you have your teammates, your former teammates who were also dads, but now for the ordinary people like us watching this video, dads-to-be, husbands-to-be, what is your advice uh, for soon-to-be dads? Ako soon-to-be dad ako. And I, I want to take your uh, advice on how to move forward, how to apply sports, especially the ones of background, and at the same time to, um, you know, maybe live a colorful life as much as possible. As dad and husband, no? So first yes. of all, congratulations, uh, Migs. Uh, Thank you, Chris. You know, this is, a, this is a, one of those um, milestones in life, which I would probably rank up there in terms of um, uh, the joy that it brought. Um, to me, you know, uh, having that first child uh, was just uh, like a miracle. And from the time that my wife told me she was pregnant and seeing uh, a heartbeat in, an, in the ultrasound and then the spine and then the thing coming to life and then, the, and then coming out there in the delivery room, as an, it, it just, you know, literally brought tears to me. And uh, one of the greatest blessings in in my life and I would assume in, in, in your life and in the lives of um, fathers as well. So um, I guess the first is to, to not take for granted that we have this opportunity to be a father and the, the, the joy that our kids and our wives can bring us is uh, um, I think um, special in that sense. And, you know, the, the joy of winning a, a basketball game is, is different from this because this is life. This is your, your family is your life. And ultimately, I think what we all realize during this, you know, ECQ or the pandemic is that at the end of the day, you know, um, we, we learn to value um, our family and our, our, our wives or kids even more because you know, anything can be taken for us in an instant, right? And um, and we we realize that we're such a small speck in the bigger scheme of things. Um, so, time and the chance to be with family is is a, a huge blessing already, which we oftentimes take for granted. 
So um, my advice um, as a as a father, like I, I think we touched on it earlier. Um, so one, appreciate it. Two, there's no shortcut to parenting, just like in sport, you know. Um, and then as a husband, man, soon well, you're a husband already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, your wife has to be uh, your best friend. No, like you, you said you were 10 years together before you got married. We were 13 years together uh, before we got married. And now we're married for seven years this year. So wow. to 20 years now, yeah. Uh, and, and as a couple, you were, you know, maybe when we were single, we're used to making decisions on our own. But now to remember that we are one and decisions we make must be always um, together. Um, you make joint decisions in terms of, our goals as a family, you know, financially, um, and also let's say in terms of career, you know, we don't just pursue things without consulting uh, our, our spouse. Um, even with our kids, where to put our kids to school, what to um, what to let them do, and or what to pursue in terms of extracurricular activities, um, it's a it has to be a joint decision. Um, I think what another thing that that uh, I appreciate more most with my wife is that she would really emphasize and um, and make an effort for us to discover God um, and appreciate our faith uh, even more uh, all the time. It has to be, it's consistent. I mean, there are times when, of course, we are a little bit, uh, um, we slack off a bit, but, but when we do it together and we try to, you know, um, understand and appreciate the message of the gospel and, uh, and, and our faith, I think you have a different um, perspective in life. Uh, and, and it makes you grow stronger as a couple also. Um, and maybe lastly, as a husband, advice as a husband was, it's um, not sometimes, but most of the time, it's better to be, happy than to be right we will have our you will have our arguments right. you'll have your arguments um you know if not every day many times you know and and trying to insist that you're right and that uh your way is or your thoughts are your opinion is us will get you nowhere and um sometimes we have to learn to just let go of our pride and just okay um just uh you know sometimes just accept that that True. she feels that way we feel this way there's no need to who's right who's wrong no that's not important you know you're happy right? um we have to also uh i guess um stretch our patience and uh learn to forgive because like this this lockdown i'm sure is a uh really tested us you know we, we were with our spouses 24 7 and it was probably almost impossible that there is there was no argument that that occurred during the last yeah. 90 days right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um you know we i think that's uh um, um yeah one of the, the things that we have to you know the the values that we must instill, value of patience and learning to, to forgive. At the end of the day, uh, yeah, just uh, appreciate that, that 
the blessing of, uh, of, of having a spouse that you love and who loves you and having kids and the family is healthy and together. Yeah, I hope um, I'm able to, um, you know, maybe give some thought to some people. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something yeah. to think about. Yeah. Uh, but this, you know, not everybody may agree with my views. You know, this is just me. You know, people have their own uh, ways of thinking. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely, Chris, um, your message, uh, your story has uh, inspired uh, our viewers for today. And of course, Chris, happy Father's Day to you. Thank happy you so Father's much for joining us. In advance. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chris. And that was uh, Chris Chu, of course, for joining us here in Off the Record. And see you in the next episode.